Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve here with today's podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this. Before I get into my message today, I just want to fire you up. I want to fire you up whether you're in a situation right now where you're struggling and in crisis or whether you're God's already using you and you're already experiencing breakthrough and freedom and influence, whatever it is. But if you're in a crisis, I want to tell you, people who have been in the same situation as you have gotten out of that, have gotten out of it and not only gotten out of that into normal living, quote unquote, normal living, but have actually thrived. And I want to tell you, you know, just just rise up. You got what it takes. Or you might be a person who's already having success. You're already getting momentum in your life. I want to tell you there's more for you. There's more for you. Just that your influence is is going to increase. Don't, Don't give up. And you know, everybody who does something significant feels tired at times, maybe a lot of times, feels like a failure. Don't despise that they have small beginnings. Every great thing has had a small beginning. So I I say over you today, you got what it takes. Rise up. Just, just, Talk to yourself. Say, I can do this. I'm, I'm today. Uh, I'm going to overcome pessimism. I'm going to overcome the obstacles. Because, you know, those who don't give up, wow, those who don't give up win. <laughs> hey, I want to talk about shame today. You know, shame, it says in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it says, it's a painful emotion caused by consciousness of guilt shortcoming or impropriety and i looked up the word impropriety and it's mistakes that's one of the (laughs) the synonyms for that a painful emotion caused by consciousness of guilt shortcoming or impropriety now i want to talk to you today just about four areas where i've battled shame in my life i mean there's many more four areas but before i do let me just say this you know, we think about shame and we think about it being connected to, you know, a, a major, major wrong choice that we've made in our lives or a series of them. And we look back and we've got shame and certainly that's a reality. But I want to say this, that, you know, that if we go after smaller areas where we battle shame, then I believe this, that we will be able to have strength and momentum in our life to be able to deal with the bigger shame areas of, of choices that we made or, or, or something that happened to us. And so let me just talk to you about four areas and you're going to be able to relate to these. I am sure. Area number one where I've battled shame is my appearance. You know, just especially growing up and, you know, I would blush uh, in, in school, elementary school, even in high school, I would get all red if attention was focused on me or I got in trouble and my face would just get red. And I, I felt such shame in that because people could tell, you know, the emotions in me and I wanted to not let them know what emotions I was having. I remember also being very white. My skin is white and in a tan crazed society. Even back then, I, I had shame for how white I was. And I would, I would do things like try to, you know, get a, lay out in the sun a lot. Didn't help much. 
you know, self uh, tanning things. And, uh, and it just, I felt such shame. I also felt shame because I wasn't buff enough. I wasn't strong enough. Take my shirt off and it's kind of tall and a little skinny and felt shame with my looks. I felt shame also in another area. I didn't graduate college. And, you know, just when, when I write down my education or when people ask me if I graduated college or, you know, whatever, um, I would feel shame. I would feel it's a shortcoming. I feel that um, they would be looking down on me. Another area where I experience shame and is, is in my possessions. You know, cars that I would drive, homes that I would live in the type of clothing that I would have, the type of shoes that, that, that I, I would have, the type of phone that I would have, the type of coffee that I would make for myself or would drink or, you know, whatever. I, I battled shame in that. And also just, just doing stupid things, mistakes that I made in my life that I would feel shame over them. I remember as a young leader that when I was uh, in my 20s, I was... I was on our leadership team at our church and our pastor moved to another church, a very um, influential, rich type church. And we, we as the team of his old church, were gonna go and be a part of an installation service. And so I went there and I, I packed my suit, my only suit that I had, which was the suit that I wore when I got married. And, uh, we drove four hours and then I was going to change. And then I realized that I hadn't brought my dress shoes. All I had was my white high top Converse tennis shoes, which I was wearing at the time. <laughs> I really had no solution. I didn't have a time to go buy it, nor I probably didn't have the money anyway to do that, to buy dress shoes. And so I had to be in that meeting with a suit on and white, <laughs> let's laugh at that, white tennis shoes oh my you know with all the older people all the richer people all I, I battled shame in that thing you know what's one of the roots of shame is is that we we are overly concerned about what people think about us we're overly concerned that if people really knew us they would think lesser of us we're overly concerned if people see certain things about us they'll think lesser of us and you know just even talking about this, even talking about, as I talk about this, it gives me greater freedom, you know, to battle and to realize that, you know, when those feelings come on me, when those feelings of being less than, the feelings of guilt for not being a certain thing, um, perfectionism causes shame because we don't think what we're presenting is, is good enough. Therefore, because we live in a sense of shame, this painful consciousness of our shortcomings, then we don't even step out and do things that we could do that would be a pathway into our destiny because we, we just shrink back because of shame. You know, 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you be in health and prosper in all things, even as your soul prospers. You know, soul prosperity we, we are increasing in soul prosperity when, when the shame levels begin to lessen in our lives. And as they lessen, and as we care a little less about what the people think about us, and then we carry a whole, care a, a whole lot less, then we're entering into just radical soul prosperity. Hey, 
So good to be with you on this Igniting Hope podcast. I've titled this Four Areas. I've experienced shame. And I hope this helped you. And I hope that you'll talk with the people around you, even your kids if you're a parent another time. Because when you start talking about shame and you get authentic about your own experience, it brings freedom to you and brings freedom to other people. Hey, God bless you. Remember, Igniting Hope Ministries is here to serve you and to ignite hope in your life. And remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances can't stay the same. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need joy at the end of the battle. You need joy in the middle of the battle because it's your strength. There's no convenient time to become joyful. There's no convenient season. So I say over you, choose joy today. Choose joy. It will become a strength to you to to successfully walk through what you're facing now and successfully help you to get into your dreams like never before. Hey, God bless you. We look forward to having you with us again on another one of our podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.